This is the KOTO Community Radio News for Monday, July 24th. I'm Julia Caulfield. And I'm Gavin McGough. In today's headlines, staying bear aware. County sees spike in property value protests. A chamber music brass bonanza. And a mountain weather forecast. But first, Placerville lost a member of its community on Saturday. Mary Beth Tucker passed away at her home, surrounded by family. She had been battling cancer. Tucker long called the Telluride area home and is survived by her brother Tom and her sons Jeremy and Jason. She was 72 years old. The bears are back in town. Over the last couple of weeks, we have seen more bear activity um, in more um, urban places uh, where there's more human activity. That's John Livingston, public information officer for Colorado Parks and Wildlife. And uh, here in Mountain Village, we have seen a couple bears uh, taking interest into people's cars, which is something in Colorado we see every year. Um, you know, bears are always they have a great sense of smell. Um, and they can find food uh, no matter where it is. And a lot of times um, those sources will uh, bring bears you know, to your home, but also to your vehicles. As such, CPW is once again spreading the gospel of staying bear aware. Livingston says the key is securing attractants. And that can be different depending on what kind of property we're talking about. For chicken coops or beehives, it means having good fencing. Trash cans should be locked and only brought out on trash pickup day. Windows on the ground level of homes should be closed. Same thing with cars. Roll up your windows, lock your car doors. Um, You know, a bear can pretty easily figure out how to open a car door. And we've seen that a few times uh, with some paw prints. We've noticed um, uh, car doors uh, within Mountain Village of, you know, bears are, uh, you know, getting their paws up there, opening up those car doors and checking out what's inside. Livingston notes, keeping attractants locked up helps protect your property, but it's also better for the bears. We don't want to have to relocate a bear that's getting too used to coming to a home and looking for that food source all the time. You know, we also want to remind people it's okay to haze bears away from your house. You know, yell. Uh, If you notice a bear around your car, if you can set off your car alarm or, you know, honk the horn a few times if if you're, you know, locking um, from your key fob, um, do things that make that bear feel like that's not a welcome place for them to be. Um, And they'll remember that as well um, and, you know, hopefully not come back. He adds it's up to humans to take precautions. It can be so heartbreaking for our officers sometimes, too, when they've encountered this bear multiple times and they're like, if the humans were to just fix their behaviors that we kept telling them to fix, we didn't have to have ever dealt with this bear again and instead we're dealing with it for the you know second or third time and it's just uh those things can be really uh heart-wrenching for our officers so to stay bear aware protect your property and the safety of the bear lock your trash cans and car doors don't leave things that smell tasty outside and close your windows It's a property value assessment year in Colorado, which means property owners across the state received new evaluations this spring. The evaluations are based on real estate sales data collected in 2021 and thus reflect Colorado's COVID-era real estate boom. Many property owners in San Miguel County saw their home values increase by 50%, if not more. Now, the county's working through assessment protests, As skeptical homeowners question the numbers, County Assessor Sarah Enders says their office has been busy working with property owners through the protest process. 
So this year we had a total of 815 uh, real property appeals compared to in 2021 we had 202 and in 2019 we had 503. In 2009 I believe it was we had about 1300. So again this isn't the most we've ever seen but it's more than we've seen in a few years. Back in 2009, it was current economic events which brought about a historic level of property owners appealing their evaluations. That was right as the economy was tanking and housing values and prices were dropping like crazy. I know in Telluride we saw a huge number of bankruptcies and mortgage defaults. Current events appear to be the culprit again, says Enders. This year's value is based on the two years prior to June 30th, 2022. So in Telluride and in a lot of resort communities, um, you know, we saw a huge spike in demand for properties around here. Property values went way, way up. And this assessment is just a reflection of that post-COVID demand. Assessed value is one part of determining how much an owner pays in property taxes. Folks who saw their value increase by 50%, 75%, or even more filed protests with the assessor's office in hopes of having those increases re-examined. Currently, the county is working through a second stage of appeals for owners who are still resisting the assessments. The situation is similar in much of the state. As a whole, protests increase by 300% in Colorado. And in some resort communities, the increases were even more acute. Enders has this context in mind. Prices have been high in Telluride compared to a lot of places. And so it does feel like there wasn't a whole lot of room to go up. But we still saw, you know, huge jumps in property values and prices that people were willing to pay. But that happened all over Colorado in the last two years, especially in resort communities. The high level of protests reflects a general concern in the state around the issue of housing affordability. A sharp increase in values could spell difficulty for homeowners on a fixed budget come tax season. However, final tax rates have yet to be set, and state lawmakers are considering ways to aid owners facing sticker shock from this year's evaluations. 2023 marks the 50th year of Telluride Chamber Music. KOTO's Grace Richards has what's tuning up for this summer's program. Since 1973, Telluride Chamber Music has sent minuets, sonatas, and concertos echoing through the Box Canyon. The organization's executive director, Claire Beard, explained that chamber music is a subcategory of classical music. Um, and all it means is it's just a small ensemble that play music together. So like the very traditional one that most people would know would be a string quartet. So it can, it can be anything between sort of five to eight players. Richard Dean of the New York Philharmonic Brass Quintet adds that from a performer's perspective, chamber music offers more freedom than a traditional orchestra. In chamber music, there's no conductor. You get to do it all yourself. So basically, it feels a lot more free 
and you can really work on making phrases and, and lines and, and songs that are very meaningful to you personally. This year's program aims to honor tradition while still presenting pieces that are fresher and more contemporary. That's something that we really take care in our programming with because, you know, there's an audience people who really want to hear the traditional classical music, but then I think there's a big part of the community that maybe classical music wouldn't be their go-to and we definitely want to find ways to reach them with something that's inspiring to everyone. It's still very much a classical music series and so on, but maybe with a Telluride twist. Beard notes that the New York Philharmonic Brass Quintet is a unique choice of guest artist. Brass is very celebratory, so it felt like a really good fit. I think it was a genre we really wanted to expose and bring in. Um, I think it's something that a lot of people relate to as well. You know, you hear a lot of brass in the Jazz Fest or Blues and Brews and so on, and it really does, you know, it has that kind of history as well. For Dean, who usually plays in a large orchestra, performing with a brass quintet is a wild ride. This brass quintet, it's like it's like driving a red Ferrari on a on a mountain road. You know, you you get from point A to point B. If you know what you're doing, you can get there get there really fast. But it feels like a dangerous ride. You know, in a way, sometimes because you're you know, taking those hairpin turns. Telluride Chamber Music aims to introduce people of all ages to classical music. Getting young people involved in classical music, you know, it's always it's a bit of a battle sometimes to get that first entry to it. Educational programs like the upcoming Brass Family Workshop at Wilkinson Public Library provide an inclusive and formal environment to get to know the genre. Um, and that's going to be a show of all the brass instruments, you know, just a chance to get inspired by people like world-class musicians from the New York Philharmonic, um, but done in a really fun, friendly way might be a good way to get them involved. This is something that's really fun. So hopefully we can show the kids or whoever's in attendance what's really fun about what we do and how we get better at it and what it's all about. If we can just make somebody's eyes open just a little bit, it'll, it's definitely worth the effort for sure. I'm Grace Richards with KOTO Telluride. Click it or ticket. The Colorado Department of Transportation begins its midsummer seatbelt enforcement push. The push is part of an effort to increase seatbelt use in Colorado and spread awareness that buckling up is the number one way of protecting yourself in the event of a motor vehicle crash. Adult drivers in Colorado can be ticketed for not wearing a seatbelt if they are stopped for another traffic violation. Drivers under the age of 18 can be pulled over and ticketed specifically for not wearing a seatbelt. There is no need for a secondary violation. Colorado's firefighters are worried about an uptick in wildfires on the western slope. As KUNC's Scott Franz tells us, the state is bracing for more. Mike Morgan leads the state's firefighting efforts. He says parts of the state are seeing record high temperatures at the same time heavy snowpack is dwindling and grasses are drying out. And we're starting to see a, a rapid increase in um, fire starts and, and growth um, over in the western part of the state and we anticipate seeing more of that. Weather forecasters are especially worried about fire conditions in southwest Colorado in the coming weeks. Morgan says wildfires have burned more than 10,000 acres since the spring, costing the state about $7 million. As the danger rises, Morgan says the state is expecting to start flying its first-ever military-grade firefighting helicopter this month. Lawmakers bought it for more than $20 million. 
Scott Franz, KUNC. The National Weather Service forecast for the western San Juans calls for partly cloudy skies tonight with a low near 50 degrees and a chance of showers early. Tuesday calls for partly sunny skies with a high in the mid-80s and a 40% chance of thunderstorms in the afternoon. Tuesday night should bring partly cloudy skies with a low near 50 degrees. Wednesday, again, brings partly sunny skies, a high in the mid-80s, and a chance of thunderstorms developing in the afternoon. Expect storms to taper off Wednesday night, followed by partly cloudy skies and a low near 50. This has been the news for Monday, July 24th. Thanks for listening. If you have a story idea or a news tip, call the news team at 970-728-3206. And now, a personal commentary. This Wednesday, join us in the Mountain Village as another spectacular sunset lights up the Wilson Range and music fills the air of Sunset Plaza. The Sunset Music Series in its 23rd season is one of the region's great summer traditions. This Wednesday, we're proud to have Easy Jim playing the Sunset Music Series. This regional music feature from Gunnison is a treat for us, as Easy Jim will perform the music of the Grateful Dead, which is always a big hit for the Telluride region. Attendance is free of charge. Dine-in and to-go meals are available for purchase from many Mountain Village restaurants. Alcoholic beverages purchased from Mountain Village restaurants can also be enjoyed in the expanded common consumption area. Shows begin at 6 p.m. on the lawn near Lift 1 in the Sunset Plaza of Mountain Village, and it's held rain or shine. Presented by TMVOA and supporting sponsors. Check the full lineup at sunsetmusicseries.com and connect with the Sunset Music Series on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And we'll see you up there to have some fun. Opinions broadcast over KOTO are those of the speakers. You are also invited to express your views after the news or on access each weekday at around 4 p.m. If you would like to comment, please contact a staff person here at KOTO. We encourage you to speak out on important public issues.